Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 986. Integrity is what you do when people aren't watching you. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Fareed Ahmad. Fareed, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I am ready to go, Mark. Ready to go. All right. (laughs) You are one wired up guy. I love your enthusiasm, that's for sure. (laughs) Fareed Ahmad is, you're welcome. Fareed Ahmad is the CEO and founder of Dealer Solutions North America. It's a company that owns and operates three other companies, which all provide different services to the automotive industry. These companies include Dealer Solutions North America, Auto Careers Group, and Right Fit Plus. After working in the automotive industry for the last 30 years in the UK, the United States, and Canada, Fareed is considered an industry expert in recruitment and hiring and has been a guest speaker for Chrysler Canada. Porsche Canada, and well as other automotive industry groups. Fareed and his team at Auto Careers Group have been interviewed and placed over 1,000, wow, 1,000 candidates in the retail automotive industry over the past seven years. Dealer Solutions North America has become the largest merger and acquisitions company in North America. You have been one busy guy, Fareed. So Fareed, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a moment and share a little bit more about your businesses? And a very obvious passion for automobiles. Absolutely. I've been in the car business since 1983, so I'm showing my age a little bit. <laughs> um, I've always loved the car business. I've had the pleasure of working on three different continents in the car business. Uh, I now live in Canada. I've been living here since 1991. And the companies that I operate with an amazing team uh, provide dealers with such services as been helping them sell dealerships or acquire dealerships. We also own the largest Canadian automotive recruitment company across Canada, and we've got offices across Canada. And our third company, RightFit Plus, uh, has one of the most advanced pre-employment screening tools for people looking to hire people. So we actually provide screening services and mostly to car dealers. You know, this is uh, wonderful because what I love about your business, not only it's involved with cars, but it's involved with helping people, whether they're acquiring or selling businesses or they're looking for jobs or people looking for employees, uh, any kind of service company that helps other people, I just love and find fascinating. And we're going to learn a lot more about you as we continue on your journey. But first, I'd like to ask you for a success quote or a mantra, something that has some meaning for you. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars Yeah. So, Fareed, take the wheel. Well, there's, there's two. One, I would say my, my most famous quote that I live and die by is, if it's going to be, it's up to me. Mm. And my second favorite quote is, it's funny, the harder I work, the more luck I find. <laughs> Well, I love both those quotes because there's, they're so upbeat, and you're such an upbeat guy. I mean, our little pre-show chat, I Thank just you. had a big grin on my face of how excited you are about life and, and everything you. you're doing. You're welcome. Um, how have you incorporated those concepts into these businesses that you've built? 
I think by passing it down to everybody within our organization, we're up to now nationally, including the United States, about 37 members of our team. And I really ask everybody to live to the first motto, which is, if it's going to be, it's up to me. Meaning, nothing happens until you make something happen. And I think if we have a root cause to our success, is that we have a team of people that are energized on a daily basis that want to make things happen, whether or not we're selling a dealership or whether or not we're helping a person transition from one career path to another career path. I think it goes throughout our entire company that uh, if anything's going to happen, it's really going to be up to me to make it happen. Yeah. You know what I love about that, too, is that great leaders empower the people around them to make things happen. And it sounds like that mantra of yours is exactly that. You empower your team members to make things happen, and it's up to them to make sure they happen. They don't have to wait around for someone to give them instruction or permission. Yeah, and also, you know, I'm a great believer in is I don't think I would ever ask any one of my team members to do something that I myself would not first be prepared to do. I work alongside with every one of my team. We do, I don't have an office. Uh, I work right on the, what I would call the think tank or the shop floor right next to everybody. Uh, nobody in my company except our CFO has an office. And I feel that when you've got a very flat management style, people engage with you much more. They're much more honest. They share their fears and aspirations. And you're right there to help train. And if they make a mistake, you're right there to maybe help them get back on the course that they want. So we love that about our company. Yeah, sounds like an awesome company. Well, let's go back in time. Now, you said you've been in the car business since the 80s. I would love for you to share yep. a story that instigated that passion you have for cars. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you look back that you knew you were a car guy? <laughs> That's a great question. I think there was. I'll tell you how I got into the car business, which is an unusual story, but I was working in... Dubai in the Middle East mm -hmm. and a gentleman there and I was not working in the car business asked me to help him start selling cars in the UK. I agreed to do it. Started in the UK. The first car that we bought together, I smashed up in about four weeks. Oh no. <laughs> now I'm a, now I'm a 19 year old and this gentleman invested today's money would be about 10,000 US dollars mm -hmm. and I don't have a job. So I actually applied for two jobs that I got down to final. One was a new burger joint called McDonald's that was coming to England. <laughs> and the other job was I was applying for a job as a trainee car salesperson. Mm -hmm. so I didn't know what to do. So I went with my best friend to a bar. We talked about it and I couldn't make up my mind. So I flipped a coin. I said, heads, car business, tails, McDonald's came up heads. And that is how I got into the car business. <laughs> well, and you know, I've never got out. Have you, I've never got out. Have you ever thought back to what if that coin had flipped the other way? What you'd be doing? Oh my I goodness! Would be, I would be rolling around in uh, McNuggets right now. <laughs> That's funny. That is a funny story. Thanks for sharing that. Well, what I want to do now is take a look at some of the many roads you've gone down. Talk about a big challenge or a big failure you faced mm. in your life. Now, you're an entrepreneur, so you're used to roller coaster rides. Things go well, things don't go well. So take yep. us to one of those times that taught you a very valuable lesson. I know it vividly. 
when I was when I started in the United Kingdom, I joined a group called Curry Motors. Curry Motors is quite a large dealer operation in in the UK, but they had nine operations in Chicago. And I begged, borrowed, I went to every single director of the corporation to encourage them to allow me to go practice my trade in the United States. I was a very successful salesperson in the UK. And at 23, 24 years of age, I had a massive ego because I was so successful. I arrive in the United States. The chairman comes of the company. He introduces me as their best sales guy in the United Kingdom. And he's going to show you how it's done. <laughs> I started selling and I fell absolutely on my face. Ooh. I couldn't close a door. And the time that I changed was I was so embarrassed and upset. I stayed up late one night to call the chairman in the United Kingdom first thing in the morning. And I called Mr. Jaffe. And I said, Mr. Jaffe, this is Farid Ahmed from Chicago. And he said, Farid, why are you calling me from Chicago? I said, sir, I'm calling you to tell you that unfortunately I failed you. And I think I should come back to the UK where I was successful. And all he said was, Farid, nobody fails me. Make it work. And he hung up on me. <laughs> wow. And that was the point when I realized I got to change. And yeah. fortunately, I, I got some great teaching from some great people, and my fortune changed. You know, this is a really valuable story, and I appreciate you sharing a very personal time where you had a great challenge and couldn't open a door. I love that analogy. That's wonderful. So tell us, what did you learn that was different about selling cars in the UK versus the United States that helped you move forward? In those days, I recognized that in the UK, you were really an order taker. You treated customers with a lot of courtesy and a lot of respect, and they didn't have much aspirations to negotiate very hard. So they would say, would I be able to get any discount on this car? And I would say, sir, I can offer you 4%. Is that good? Yes, yeah, the very best we can do. Thank you. I'll take it. Okay. Well, in the United States, that's like going to the wild, wild west. Yeah. And that's not how you negotiate in the States. So I really learned how to negotiate it through this experience. I understand different cultures, different parts of the world, things are done differently. And mm. it's a very interesting story you shared there. And of course, as you know, the car industry nowadays has changed even more radically. Consumers have so much more mm. knowledge and they're so much 100%. more willing to just walk out the door and go to the next guy or order it online. Absolutely. Or, my next door neighbor wanted to buy a new Audi for his wife and the dealers here weren't really dealing very well. So he bought one in the Midwest and two days later showed up on a truck and boom. So, oh my God, yeah. isn't that amazing? I know, things are really different. So I appreciate you sharing that. Yes. Well, let's shift gears and go to the, what I call the other end of the spectrum, a career okay. aha moment. Because you've decided to start a company and then have other companies that work under this main company. I mean, I find that really intriguing. What was your career aha moment? It was when I graduated from a program called the NADA Dealers Academy, which is a program that was operated and run out of the United States. And I graduated in 1993. And actually, one of my fellow students through that program is now today my wife. So oh, wow. it was a great, great opportunity. Yeah. And I was one of the only people to marry one of the fellow students. But the aha moment was when I graduated from the NADA and realized the real power of running and operating your own business. And I think that was the, the aha moment. Yeah, yeah. Powerful lessons to learn for sure. 
plus the bonus of a wife. Wow. That's pretty cool. Exactly. <laughs> That's very cool. Absolutely. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your first really special car. Is there a car, the first car that you got that made you feel really proud, really special? Well, actually, uh, yes. Uh, the first vehicle that I owned was a bag of nails. It was called an Austin Marina, and it was terrible. But <laughs> I remember in those days, VW had brought out a little two-door sports car called the VW Scirocco. Oh, yeah. And for years and years, all I ever wanted was a Scirocco. So that was my first love when it came to automobiles. So did you end up with a VW Scirocco? No, I ended up with a Toyota. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, could never, I could never afford the Scirocco. So a beggar's company chooses, so I ended up buying a Toyota. Well, and that uh, little marina you talked about, they did make a, yes. a hatchback in that car, didn't they? They did. Yeah, yes, they did. yeah, I think yes, they, did. they did. And it, it had a little bit of a look of that Scirocco. And I'll tell you why I know that is because yes. in 1979, I was in college and I was mm-hmm. able to buy my first car, my first new car off right. the showroom floor. And it was a 1979 VW Scirocco. No. Yeah, yeah, it was. I had that oh car for about God. 10 years. It was a really fun little car. Not super fast, well, but I was coming from a car McGee, so it was it was leaps ahead okay. of that little exactly. VW, yeah, engine. But what a, it was such a such a beautiful looking car in those days. Yeah. yeah, very nice design. I think it's a Gisario design, if I remember right. But uh, I know my listeners will correct me if I'm wrong. But yeah, it was a really fun little car. I like that car a lot. Yeah. Is there wow. a car that you've owned that you've let go that you really wish you had back in your garage? That's a good question. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, I sold about a year ago. I sold a BMW M3 that I had. Uh, I have a place in Florida, so I leave it in Florida. I sold it about a year ago. I, I thought I needed to upgrade the age of the vehicle that I was driving down there. Mm-hmm. And I've got a nice vehicle to replace it, but I really missed the fun, the nippiness, the responsiveness of a, a M-series BMW 3-series convertible. It was amazing. Fareed, we have a lot of tastes in common here. I have an E46 M3. No. Yeah, I do. That's my. That's my day. I've had four M3s, two E36s, and then two E46s. I love those cars, and I've had lots of Porsche 911s, but I tell you, as a daily driver, awesome all around car, car you could take to the track. Yeah, the M3. Yeah. So much fun to drive. I can so see. And, and convertible. I've never had a convertible M3, so you've got an extra one up on me. But down there uh, <laughs> where the sun shines all the time, where I live in the Pacific right. Northwest, it rains a little bit up here. So convertibles aren't that useful. Yeah. Well, I would love for you to share with our listeners a little bit more about mm. Dealer Solutions, Auto Careers Group, and Right Fit. What has you excited and fired up this year about your many businesses? And, and share with them all the different services and things that you uh, offer through your companies. Sure. So Dealer Solutions North America, for all intents and purposes, it's a brokerage firm that buys and sells car dealerships. In the last five years, since we began operations, we've now sold 145 car dealerships, wow. mostly in Canada. As of the 1st of October last year, we opened our first regional office in Detroit, and we have now expanded our team, and we're doing quite well we've got a fantastic team in the states and uh i actually met a dealer last week and that dealer's first partner in a car dealership was paul newman 
Oh yeah, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Um, so you, you meet the most interesting people doing what we do. I, I went down to Alabama last Tuesday, met with a lady, 74 years of age, who owns a big luxury import store. She has no husband, no children. She's 74 years of age. And now she wants to sell the facility and create a foundation for young children wow. with all the money that she has. So honestly, the stories and, and the situation you're in, it's quite fascinating. And I think we do a, a very good job in providing that very crucial brokerage service. So that's oh. really what Dealer Solutions does. Nice. Auto Careers Group is a full-blown executive search firm. We have now placed in Canada over 1,500 people, um, various dealerships. We have offices for that in Vancouver, Calgary, Toronto, of course, Montreal, and St. John's. And we will be taking our business model for the recruitment side also into the United States. We offer our clients fully screened, fully background checked professionals, people that they can't find themselves because typically... The people that our clients would like to hire are not looking for a job. They're in a job, they're successful and happy. Our job is to find out who those people are, present another great opportunity, and give the individual the opportunity of either going forward for an interview for that job, or if they're happy where they are, we move on. So I think we're very good at identifying talent. Yes. third company is a part of one of the tools that we use I bought from the United States from a very successful developer who for 20 years had a software program that provided over six different types of tests, one being a personality profile, another being a sales aptitude test for the automotive industry, an Mm -hmm. IQ test, a memory test, a partnership test. So we use those products in our recruitment company when we're selecting and hiring. And we also have a retail component to that business where we have retail customers that use those services to do their own internal hiring. And so that's why we also do criminal background checks, national criminal background checks, credit checks, driver abstract reports. So we try to offer some more tools to help our clients do a better job at their own hiring. Wow. Very multifaceted businesses, but all tying back to the same thing. So very intriguing. That's absolutely, absolutely awesome. I love that. I love that. Well, here's a very introspective question for you, Fareed. If you were an automobile, what would Fareed Mm -hmm. be and why? I'd definitely be a convertible. Okay. I love being free. I think that's what I relate to, a convertible. And I most probably would end up being something like a sports vehicle mm-hmm. that makes a lot of noise um, <laughs> and is very nimble and nips, nippy. I don't know what car that would be, but a loud sports car convertible that handles extremely well. That's well, maybe well, the best way I can describe it. <laughs> well, may, I love that. Maybe we go back to that M3, but we put a Dynan Stage 3 exhaust system on that thing. So it sounds really go. good. There you go. I think that, might, that might be Fareed. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Well, Fareed, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Hey, Cars Yeah listeners. This is Mark Green. I've been using Covercraft covers to protect my cars and motorcycles since I was in high school, way back in 1975. 
But Covercraft has much more to offer than just vehicle covers. This time of year is very hard on your vehicle's interiors. Rain, snow, dirt, and mud gets into the carpet and the seats, grinding away and destroying the original materials. It's important to preserve and protect your special ride with Covercraft floor mats and seat covers. That's what I do. They offer a wide variety of styles, colors, and materials, all designed to fit like a glove. They're easy to install and provide for anchor points and airbags for safety and a perfect fit. Protecting your vehicle adds value when you go to sell it, too. Simply go to Covercraft.com and order the style and color you like best, and boom, you're set. You'll thank me, and your vehicle will thank you as well. That's Covercraft.com, and tell them Mark at Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garages built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. All right, Freed, we are back, and we're entering what I call oh, the last lap. Uh, we're gonna, I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick flips sure. of the throttle answers. So here you go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Hmm, that's a really, really good question. Um, I think to get to where our company has got to, I've obviously received some very good advice. Could I actually be specific on them? Oh, well, I, I think one person once said to me, and it really resonated with me, it's, can you define the word integrity? And I said, no, I have a challenge defining that. He says, integrity is what you do when people aren't watching you. Ah. And I think that has always stayed with me because a lot of what we do and a lot of the magic that we create in business, most people don't know how we accomplish that. Yep. So I think the integrity part is very, very much at the forefront because we do do things that people don't know what we do. So I think that was most probably if I had a single, single piece of advice to keep on the forefront of my mind is that integrity is everything. Absolutely. I love that. Very unique twist to that question, too. Would you share one of your personal habits that you believe has helped contribute to your many successes? I think there's three things, most probably. I'm proud that I can say, if I say I'm going to do something for a client, I will do it. Hmm. Number two, I am relentless. I don't give up. I'm like a ferret biting <laughs> the leg of a of a wild animal and my teeth will not come out uh, <laughs> until I have accomplished my own goal. Uh-huh. And number three is doing it with a team that you love, that you respect, and that you admire. I would say those are most of those three things that I feel 
a big part of my success. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, tenaciousness, persistence, surrounding yourself with the right people. Those are all awesome attributes. Fantastic. Now, there are lots of great resources out there these days. Is there one that you'd like to share with the CarShout listeners? Well, I think if somebody's looking to upgrade their career, looking for opportunities, they're quite hidden job opportunities, because most of the good ones are, I would highly encourage them to go to our recruitment website, which is very, very simple. It's www.autocareers.com. And look at our job board, look at some of the positions that we have available, and please reach out and contact any of our account managers, and they'll be more than happy to help you uh, make a good choice and a good decision and a good career because we only do business with the best car dealers out there. Well, there you go, Carjow listeners. There is an awesome opportunity. If you're looking to start a career or expand your career and improve your career in the automotive industry, there is a resource for you that Fareed has so graciously shared that you cannot pass up. I'll make sure I put a link to that on Fareed's show notes page on the Carjow website that you so you can check that out. Very nice of you to share that. Now, if I could arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would it be? I don't know how this would sound, but it would most probably be Lee Iacocca. Oh, yeah. Uh, and my reasoning is a character larger than life in the automotive industry, but the tenacity and the drive and the salesmanship to turn around a fledgling manufacturer that really was about done and bring it back with actually not the greatest products in the world. Yeah. But he did it through surrounding himself with the great people, did it by believing in what he does, eat, sleep, drink the car business, and he just wouldn't stop. And his own self-confidence made him believe he could accomplish his goals. And I think he did an amazing, and I'd love to tap into that brain as to how did you do it and ask some of the great questions you've actually been asking me. So that would be the person I'd love to have a cup of coffee with. Yes, wouldn't that be fantastic? Oh my gosh, that would would be be awesome. Yeah, maybe I can land that gentleman on this show someday. Fareed, how about <laughs> how about a book? Is there a book you'd like to share with our listeners that you enjoyed reading? Yes, actually. If anybody's thinking about getting into the retail car sector, there's a book that I would highly recommend, and it's actually called Sell More Cars. And the <laughs> writer of that is a gentleman called Richard L. Torch, T-O-R-C-H. If you're looking to get into the car business, it is very old school, but the premise behind it is still sound today. That would be a book I would uh, encourage people to read. Sounds like a great book. Well, listeners, I'll remind you that all these wonderful resources that Fareed has shared will be on the Carja website. Just go to Carja.com, type in Fareed, F-A-R-I-D, Ahmad, A-H-M-A-D, and that page will pop up with all these great links. All right. We are up to the checkered flag, and this last question can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car on the planet, but you've got to keep it. you got to drive it. Money's no object. What's it going to be? The Ford GT. The new one? Yes. Oh, yes. Of course. That is a vehicle that I would love 
to own one of these days. Oh, that you have picked a beauty. And that's a hard car to get because, you know, they only they only sold those to specific people. I know some people that exactly. e- even had the 07 model and they weren't allowed to get one. So you had to fit I into a, a very tight group of people. It's incredibly tight. And, you know, I know some very successful business people. One is the fifth richest man in Canada. Wow. And he could not believe that in-depth forms that you had to complete to qualify to even buy one of those vehicles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, remarkable. Remarkable. But, but the vehicle is amazing. In fact, it is assembled around the corner from my office, quite incident. So you do see a lot on the road being test driven. Nice, nice. Well, the, oh, those things are absolutely fantastic. One of my past guests, Barry McGuire from the car care business, McGuire's, just received his, a black one. <laughs> and uh, oh my gosh, that thing is sexy. Just is absolutely it? brilliant. Yeah, just brilliant. So, boy, you've made this a little hard for me, Farid. <laughs> How am I going to get one of these things for you? But I'm going to get to work on that that project because, you know, as you say, anything is possible. What color would you like yours to be on just to make it even harder for me? I think I would like something in the racing green. Ooh. That would be really nice. So that, that color's hopefully going to make a comeback one day. But that British racing green yeah. would be lovely. You know, they made a beautiful green color Ford did for the uh, GT350s back in the late 60s. That's right. Yeah. You're right. They They made a beautiful one. Yeah, I'll work on that for you, okay? That'll be pretty nice. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. Thank you, Mark. Oh, you're welcome. Well, Freed, you've taken us on a great ride today. I've really enjoyed getting to know you better. What a joy. I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey with me and the Cars Yow listeners. Is there a parting piece of wisdom or guidance you might offer us before you rip off into the sunset in that green Ford GT? From personal experience, if I can just answer that by giving you a little bit of an overview, when I first decided to establish my second business was December 2006. I went and rented the most expensive office I could because I recognized that debt is a great motivator. Mm -hmm. And I rented an office and I was going to be opening my doors January the 2nd, 2007. I got the keys early and I sat down in this plush office. I opened my laptop and I looked at the screen and I said, okay, what shall I sell? And that's how I started Dealer Solutions and Auto Careers Group and Right Fit Plus. So the point I'm trying to make is, if you believe you can do it, you're right. If you believe you can't, you're right. Just believe in yourself and follow your dream. And I believe that quote has been attributed to Henry Ford. So uh, Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Well, here we are back at the Ford automobile. So uh, here we go. Very nice. I love that quote. And you know, you're right. You're absolutely right. If you can, if you think you can, you're right. If you think you can't, you're right as well. So uh, why not think you can? What's the best way for our listeners to follow along with the many businesses that you have? Great question. I would say that we have a very active Facebook page for our recruitment company, Auto Careers Group. Please look up and find us there. From our dealer solution side, our website for both Canada and the United States is www.dealersolutions with an S on the end, dealersolutionsna.com, N for Nancy, A for Apple.com. We have all of our listings on that site, plus all the transactions that we have fully completed. And everybody that works for our company is also registered on that site. So please reach out to anybody within our company 
for any questions that we can answer. Absolutely. And again, listeners, you will find all these great links on Farid's show notes page. Just go there. Karjia.com. Type in Farid, F-A-R-I-D. He's the only Farid here in Karjia out of 986 people, so he'll be very easy to find. <laughs> Farid, well, you're so unique. That's why. So, well, Farid, well, I want to... see, it's a good Irish name. That's what I keep telling you. <laughs> there you go. There you go. What a fun chat we've had today. Well, I want to thank you for being so generous with your time and expertise and for uh, checking in with me here at the end of a Friday, a work week. And we're all fired up to just keep having fun here at Cars Yeah and at your businesses. Until you and I talk again, I will see you down the road. Mark, thank you very much. I think you do a fantastic job, offer a great service to the automotive industry, and please keep it up. Thank you. I will. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people. But what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.